Nothing conventional on The Viewpoint. Hello, Mary. Good to have you back. Welcome to The Viewpoint again. Professor Metcalf. Hello, Songeza. How are you? I am good. How are you? Thank I'm well, you for thank saving you. me the other day. I was did just you get on your the flight? wrong floor. I did. Okay. I was I just and didn't read it properly. I just thought, oh bugger it, I've got to go down to the downstairs and I off I went. It sounds like a son and grandmother kind of social call this is, but of course we are talking about very important things, yeah. We're talking about the space of education generally in South Africa, but right now in a rather celebratory tone, the African Education Award to South African educators, they are in the top 10 as finalists. What do you make of that? I mean, the unwavering dedication of both yourself and Grace McClough is making a profound impact on the lives of our youth, contributing significantly as agents of change in the realm of learning. These South African educators have been selected as finalists for the Africa Education Medal, a prestigious award acknowledging individuals who are revolutionizing education throughout the African continent. This calls for a celebration and the popping of a couple of corks. <laughs> you know, I think I think that it is a wonderful thing, and I'm so pleased that uh, Grace McCarthy has also been nominated because she's doing wonderful work in the ECD space. And, you know, the finalists from the rest of the continent are also all really interesting people. So for me, the importance of this prize is that what we're saying is that we're profiling the work that's possible in education, which you've already recognized as what is important. Let, let's talk about, you of course going to go there. You have already been profiled. You have a record and a proud one at that. The idea behind these awards is to further profile your work and what you have as a vision for what your work should do and the kind of impact it should bear on society. Let's for a moment just assume this is that platform where you have this audience of these critical stakeholders and peers involved in education across the spectrum. What is that one message you would hope that they take away, not just from your life's dedication to education, Mary, but more importantly, what your hopes still for the African child through education? That is so critical in our continent because Africa, you know, there's been a lot of um, publicity in the last few days about um, the results from the Pearl's reading study. But South Africa is the only country in sub-Saharan Africa that actually has joined the study. And what we would find about, not that our children can't read, but they're not reading at the same level as many of our economic competitors. So I would say that we need in Africa to be providing quality education to all children in the primary school so that it builds a solid base for them to participate in society, to feel included, and to keep on learning. And a lot of that does depend on literacy and numeracy. And we need to get that right in the country. Let, let's talk about the work that your counterpart does, Grace Matlapa, CEO of Smart Start in South Africa, <laughs> particularly ECD. I mean, there are some critical outcomes that every ECD center has to 
almost without negotiation meet, if not meet 100%. And if that should not be the case, the ripple effect is long-term. Unfortunately, it is benign. It's it's, it's, It's latent to the naked eye, as it were. But then it becomes manifest, for instance, if you look at the numbers at grade one, that just dwindle all the way through to high school, mm-hmm. to those who mm-hmm. get a matric pass, and to those who can, who can enter university, and mm-hmm. those who exit university, and those who are fit for the workplace. And a lot of that is determined by what happens in those foundational phases of learning, ECD. What can you comment about the status of ECD in South Africa? Well... ECD has to be understood as the from birth. And too many of our children are not getting adequate nutrition and we are getting stunting and cognitive complications from the failure to provide a nurturing environment and adequate nutrition to young children. Then when we get into the kind of learning environment of ECD, What's so important about ECD is that children are giving opportunities to, I would say, going back to the reading theme, to understand stories, the, the role of language, the role of pictures, the fact that in text there is this wonderful richness of learning. So where we are in South Africa is that we have um, recently done a function shift so that ECD is now uh, led by the DBE. It doesn't mean that social development and health still don't have an important role to play, but education needs to take over the leadership role in monitoring. Now, what GRACE does with Smart Start is that they are concentrating on home-based and community-based learning, not institutionalizing ECD, but what we can do for home-based early learning practitioners. And they've developed a smart start, a really powerful model, which is community-based, which means that the centers that join smart start are actually then helped to develop so that they can then um, qualify for the kind of financial support that's possible Mm. within the system. Mm. So Smart Start is is just such a great program, and Grace is doing wonderful work in leading it. Okay, we're going to carry on in this conversation. The time is now 2053. Professor Mary Metcalf is my guest. She's in line to win an award, and she certainly doesn't have to win the award given her sterling work in education for a protracted period of time. Africa Education Award, two South African educators in the top 10 as finalists. 2053, your thoughts. Please contribute to the conversation by calling or sending a voice note. We continue the conversation until the top of the hour, but only after this break. On the viewpoint. Return, the time is 2054. We have just over five minutes left of this program, or rather of this conversation. I beg your pardon with Professor Mary Metcalf. Mary, you mentioned something early on, and I'm hoping that the listeners are going to participate, if not in the contest in the context of the substantive contributions, to at least say congratulations to you, to at least sort of just he praises on you because I think everybody deserves one's flowers before they get into the fateful and inevitable coffin. Mary, you mentioned home-based learning and its importance and, of course, the interventions Smart Start are making there. But you also mentioned something which 
unfortunately is an issue in the South Africa context. Now, whatever Smart Start's best efforts and endeavours are, and we will, of course, credit them for that, to what extent is what they are looking to do rendered stillborn by the earlier concession that far too many children in South Africa still do not have enough to eat? By that I mean are not guaranteed a meal a day, even if they do go to school, despite the fact that there are school feeding programs. We know these are not efficiently run by the government. And in the holidays, it becomes even worse. That's just on nutrition. The sanctity of the home made worse by everything that has to do with load shedding. The fact that parents or caregivers are not working and they are now consumers, if you will, of social services from the Department of Social Development and the strain and stresses and, frankly, insufficiency of the funds that they, in any event, do get. How much of these things, at a systemic level, render stillborn whatever the best attempts of Smart Starts will be or are? Okay, so Smart Start, I think, and I'd, I'd love you to talk to Grace because she's actually the expert here, but Smart Start, I think, is making an intervention which also sees ECD as part of the informal economy. That what we can, what Start, Smart Start is doing is to say, let's create a social enterprise where the women who are providing ECD are able to do it in a self-sustaining way and in a quality way and therefore laying the basis. But I want to also just come back to the um, question that you raised about school feeding. You know, there's been very negative publicity um, because of the, um, it, well, KZN, which is such an important, huge part of our education system, moved to a new uh, mechanism for providing the food. And it didn't work when it first kicked in and it caused such confusion. But what we also need to know is that the school feeding scheme is hugely significant. It is true mm. that during the school holidays, they, we, our learners don't get food. But the volume of children that are fed um, through the school feeding scheme, it's incredibly important. And actually, it's the poorer provinces which receive the most, um, where, where the, the majority of children in those provinces are receiving um, school feeding. So if I recall um, correctly, it's in provinces such as um, Limpopo, it's as many as 90% of the children who who receives school feeding, which is such an important intervention, and it's one of the successes, I think, of the post-94 um, era. Sorry, I've got a question or a caller from Vivian, um, who is calling in from Paddock along the KZN coast. So thank you so much, Vivian. You have just on a minute. Oh, that's very brief. Hi. Um, good evening. Um, uh, good evening to Dr. Metcalf. Um, Mary, you and I met eons ago when I was working for the Urban Foundation in the Primary Science Project, and this, mm. I'm talking before '94. Um, uh, long story short, I left Johannesburg, well, obviously retired, left Johannesburg, moved down to KZN, 
started a nursery school on my brother's farm, uh, well, ECD center on my brother's farm. Uh, we were doing perfectly well under social development, um, which took a, a bit of time to try and get social development involved, uh, but that's a different story. But with the transition to the Department of Education, I've had no end of problems uh, to try and sort out what it is they are trying to do. And I feel terribly restricted because if it's a departmental school, I feel I can't be as involved and as Oh, supportive, as supportive as I was um, when we were under Social Foundation in the Primary Science Project, and this, mm. I'm talking before '94. Um, uh, long story short, I left Johannesburg. Well, obviously retired, left Johannesburg, moved down to KZN, started a nursery school on my brother's farm. Uh, well, ECD centre on my brother's farm. Uh, we were doing perfectly well under social development, um, which took a, a bit of time to try and get social development involved, uh, but that's a different story. But with the transition to the Department of Education, I've had no end of problems uh, to try and sort out what it is they are trying to do. And I feel terribly restricted because if it's a departmental school, I feel I can't be as involved and as... Oh, supportive, look. as supportive as I was um, when we were under social development. And... Yeah, I, I just don't know who to appeal to. I'm, May you know, I propose, I'm Vivian, myself. please? I think Mary has got the gist of the question. It's essentially okay, managing so. the transition from the Department yes, of Social yes, Development yes, to education yes. and what solutions yes. there are. We have yeah, to go to the yeah. news break now. We have to go to the news break now. And so I propose we go to Greg Host. Mary will stay on the line and shall respond to your question and finalize and wrap up this conversation immediately thereafter. We're back. We are live on air. Professor Metcalf is wrapping up the conversation. Of course, I reiterate that she is one of 10 finalists to win an award at the Africa African Education Awards alongside our very own Grace Maklape as well, who is the CEO of Smart Start in South Africa, an organization that was founded only in 2015. Mary Metcalf herself is the executive director of the program to improve learning outcomes, and I have it on good authority that their programs will expand next to the wonderful and great province of the Eastern Cape, currently offered in the Free State, in Gauteng, KZN, and Northern Cape. Eastern Cape is next. But with that said, Vivian asked an important question, which probably isn't the experience of her alone, but many others. How is the transition from social development to the Department of Education being handled for the purposes of ECD centers and other spaces of primary education. 
your thoughts on that, Mary, or your advice on that, perhaps, to somebody in a similar position to Vivian? Yeah, well, firstly, I think really well done to Vivian for actually taking the initiative to start an ECD center for children that are probably amongst the most marginalized. Secondly, you correct that any transition will come with teething problems, and I think that a lot of work needs to be done to make sure that the Department of Basic Education understands that early childhood development is a different institutional form to what the department is used to in schools. So I think that what Vivian should do is to not walk away from this project that must be close to her heart, Hmm. but develop the relationships with the Department of Education and keep on providing the leadership that she's already done. Fantastic. Well, let's leave it there, Mary. Final comment, though. We are about to celebrate graduates because this is graduation season. This is obviously something close to your heart. A message from Mary Metcalf to those who have recently graduated, a message from Mary Metcalf to those who have graduated in previous seasons and are waiting for that letter that starts with, we are pleased to inform you. What can you say to our young people? Pleased to inform you that you have... Well, it depends what it says. Normally, it's a letter of employment. Those who are unemployed but are yet graduates. Okay, this is a huge challenge in education. And I think some of the things that we need to consider is that we are in an economic crunch. Uh, We don't have a labor-absorbing economy. Many young people see that it is only university education that is going to provide them with an opportunity to um, earn an income, contribute to the economy and benefit from that. Young people need to explore the other possibilities that exist in the vocational field, in the learnerships, in the technical and vocational colleges, and to just keep learning because the possibility of getting a job is not only about qualification, but it depends on your curiosity, your determination to learn, your personal confidence, the way in which you engage with the world. So if you don't get a job immediately, you don't get the letter says, we're pleased to inform you. Find ways of participating in your community that will give you experience and skills and that sense of belonging. Fantastic. Couldn't have said it better myself. Mary, thank you so very much for your time, and I hope to bump into you in a little more coordinated manner than a clumsy way we did <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I ago. promised to buy you a coffee, and I didn't. Next time. Next time, certainly. Next time, very soon. 2109, Professor Mary Metcalf, thank you so much for your time.